Welcome to the Busy Romnivores, where four friends take time out of their busy lives to read and discuss romance novels and the challenges that keep them going. I'm Haley. I'm Kristen. I'm Mariana. And I'm Sabrina. And we are the Busy Romnivores. So a romnivore, we've decided, is a reader who consumes romance novels. You can also consume other books, but inexorably, you're going to come back to romance. So... This all started with actually a Facebook group chat. So we became really close friends through the Heaving Bosoms podcast. And we realized that um, Haley actually came and mentioned that she wanted more recommendations after she read Strange Love. And then we all began to squeal about Ruby Dixon because uh, it's everyone's first true alien hit. So then we. Ruby Dixon. Oh, Ruby Dixon. (laughs) So then we began our alien romance support group, and that slowly devolved to us talking about all of the different romances we read. We read, in between all four of us, probably every single subgenre of romance, so we constantly have recommendations. And then that turned into all the different challenges we do and all the recommendations that we throw at each other and ask for constantly. It quickly snowballed. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> avalanche. Snowball. <laughs> yeah, it avalanche. Literally drowning under recommendations. When I go look at my challenge recommendations list, there's just so many of them. But the problem is that I think all of us are mood readers. So I'm like, oh, look, I have 25 recommendations for this prompt. I don't want to read any of them because it's not scratching that specific itch. This is why my Instagram saved <laughs> folder right. is overflowing at this point. It probably has like over 200 books just saved to it being like, one day I'll come back for you, my love. But not right now. Oh, I, yes. I'm not, my... though. I'm not, though. I know I make that list we all make that list I know we all have like the list where it's like I'm absolutely going to look at this again and then I will never look at it again once every six months my goodreads (laughs) well and it works out though so we were kind of talking about how we this the chat turned into us recommending books to each other and stuff but it works out because we can come in there and say hey I'm looking for this specific prompt but I'm looking for these vibes. And generally, there's going to be at least one recommendation in there that it fits that vibe. Uh, My favorite, most recent example of this is with uh, Sabrina. I came in because I had some friends and I, we were doing a PowerPoint presentation. And the PowerPoint presentation on was specifically uh, non-traditional penises. And I knew that my three loves in the alien romance support group would come in with that clutch. And sure enough, Sabrina gave the rec for, um, oh, the shielded heart. Uh, and it was like, a, uh, I don't know if I want to give it away, but it was a very, you shouldn't. very <laughs> non-traditional penis. And I won hands down the PowerPoint Well, I think my favorite so. part of that is that you asked for a recommendation. And I said, Here's my tag on StoryGraph. Here's actually multiple tags on StoryGraph for weird monster alien genitals. Truly so many recommendations. Not only this, but I just want everyone to know that Sabrina had them, like, not only this category, but she also had them subcategorized by, like, double penis and triple penis specifically. (laughs) Like, it was... Triple penis? 
there's there are enough books out there that requires a completely separate tag, okay? You couldn't just put like yeah. multiple penis. No, because there's a difference between two penises and three peni, Mariana. Just the third. Never mind. I love romance writers. I do too. Um, Anyway, so this exact conversation is why we decided that, um, or not this exact one, it wasn't the penis conversation, (laughs) but conversations like this. It wasn't this penis conversation. Yeah, specifically. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, there's a lot of penis conversations. I'm sorry. Just this is might be a disclaimer, but if you are not uh, comfortable with alien penises this is probably not the podcast for you because also definitely if you're not okay with uh cursing or just really frank conversations i just i we love you live your best life you should just live your best life very far away from us yes take care of yourself Mm -hmm. god's goodbye (laughs) now that they've all left um so, Sabrina, since you kind of spearheaded this, can you tell us exactly how the podcast is going to work? Yeah. So today is this is our intro episode, essentially. We're just kind of getting to know each other. You can come listen to us and see if our uh, friendly chatter amongst ourselves vibes with you. And then uh, tomorrow, our first full episode drops. Yay! So first full episode drops tomorrow, and then from here on out, every other week, a new episode is going to drop. It gets a little more complicated than that, because we are going to be giving you a prompt with every main episode, and those episodes have all four of us. We need time to read that book. You probably, if you're joining us, also need time to read those books and find something that fits that prompt. Because sometimes they'll be easy. Like, you know, historical romance set in America. And then other times, they're going to probably get real weird and real specific. And it's going to be like one bed trope on a shipwreck island or some random crazy super specific thing. I really tried to hard to think yeah. if I had a wreck for that. I don't. So thank you for the mission. Murder <laughs> murder puppy. I don't know. Yeah. That's a great one. Oh, I already have a book for that. God, I'll hit you up after this episode. It was great. It's the only mafia romance that I've ever read and enjoyed, and probably because it had to do with uh, uh, monsters. It was a monster mafia. <gasps> You've yeah. been holding out on me. Oh, yeah. Get ready for some Cerberus. So, yeah. <laughs> so, we're going to have a main episode with all four of us where we basically come in with last... I want to say last month, but it's a little over a month. Anyway, the last four weeks, we've read a book, tried to fit it to a prompt, and then we get to come in here and talk about it and decide whether or not, does this fit? We're going to rate each other. Is it DTF? Is it it DTF? It's an important question. And then before we get dive too deeply into that, then... We will be bringing some delight to your ear holes in between those episodes because every other week or fortnightly, we're going to get a little a little Regency up in here, um, two weeks after each episode and before the next episode with all four of us, we're going to have a guest. I couldn't have possibly said that more convolutedly, but I hope you understand that, that there's going to really, be an episode yeah. every other week. We're going to have a DTF episode once a month 
with a mini episode where we interview somebody in between. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> thank you for thank you for that simplification. <laughs> uh, we're going to score them in five ways. One is big brain steps. So this is basically like how well we think it fits the prompt. Two is pant feelings. Like how hot is this book? How much do we like it? What's the romance spice factor of it? Uh, three is the number of swoons. Like did your heart swell? Did you get butterflies? Like did you just hold, just have a whole body roll, like shiver through you? What, is there was a scene like that? Yes, then we wanna know. Um, and then because they can make or break a book, we have that ending though. Like it can be a great book, but if oh, that ending sucks, then you know. So these, and then we have their overall score. And we're g giving these noms because we're romnivores and we nom, 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 nom all the time. Nom, 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 all the nom, books. Nom, nom. For the end of their episode, I think we have our, my favorite. Uh, Brilliant. Because it's DTF and it's just, we have our get wrecked portion. You want to talk or about that? We wreck you. Yeah. We're going to we wreck totally you or ask for you, you to wreck us. So what's going to happen is we're going to roll in at the end. So... We talked about this a little bit, but what kind of prompted <laughs> what kind of prompted this podcast Please. is that we all <laughs> All right, bye. It was really nice meeting y'all. I can't wait to listen to tomorrow's episode. So <laughs> um what prompted I'm gonna laugh about that every fucking time now. So what prompted this podcast though is that and God, you wanna talk about a runaway freight train. We all got into reading challenges even though we're mood readers and we really can't keep us on track um, and we rarely also, finish them if we do finish them really it's just the joy of like shoehorning books into prompts i think that's almost half the joy is making something fit it all started i guess now like now is a good time to kind of talk about where all of that started. These mini-sows, one of the things that we're gonna talk about with our guests is what are your recommendations for some of these challenge prompts? Do you do challenges? Do you create challenges? And just kind of talk to them about what they're reading. But in a perfect world, we get all of our challenge creators on here because I have question I have some questions for them because sometimes that prompt is real hard to find a book for. Um, Very not a single person I know <laughs> has a recommendation for that specific prompt. The banging the night ladies, but we're coming for y'all. Well, that's oh. exactly what I was about to bring up. So I guess now's a good, as good a time as any to kind of run through. Who are we? Why do you do you even like the same shit that we like? Are we gonna Are we gonna get along? Are we gonna be friends? Are we gonna be best friends? Are we super oh best God. friends? Are we gonna join a cult? <laughs> We all we already have. am. <laughs> we just lost eighty people. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, I'm not interested in any of that wishy washy. Like, shit. wow, four white women asking me if, they, if I want to join a cult. I'm out. <laughs> hey, oh, not an MLM. <laughs> you don't want my super tea, Kristen? Absolutely what? not. This was all your idea. <laughs> It was. It was. This is all my fault. I was like, I'm, start, I, I'm starting a podcast. What do I want it to be about? And y'all were like, 
we, oh my god actually no that was such a funny conversation though because we had like i was like i think i want to start a podcast and all three of y'all started throwing out just like the things you would put in a podcast if you were to have a podcast and we were just coming up with the most bonkers ass ideas about like what a podcast would be an interesting one and then uh, and then um not to take all of the uh i guess blame but i will because i rolled in and was like it's reading challenges. I would do yeah. a podcast about reading challenges. It's hundred percent that. Now we're here. I'm not sorry. We're not at no. all. No regrets. No regrets. I got it tattooed right no here regrets. on my chest. No, no regrets. No regrets. Um, so I guess yeah. I guess we can introduce. So sort of introduce ourselves. Uh, again, I'm Haley. Uh, so I am a Sagittarius. I'm also co-owner of Beausoleil Books and The Whisper Room. So books are kind of my life as well as my livelihood. Support local bookstores. It's an awesome story. I am an avid uh, romance reader, but I wasn't always. I really probably didn't specifically start reading romance until, ooh, I'm trying to think when my my kids were born. Ooh, is that bad that I don't know off the top of my head? (laughs) Okay, my second one was 2016. My first one was 2014. I think I'm going to say 2015. Right in the middle there. Was when, was right there, was when um, I am in a local book club to me. And one of my very good friends, Blair, um, I think convinced us to read The Hating Game. And it wasn't even like for book club. It was just like, have you read this book? You should read this book. And I was a sleep deprived new mom. And I was always looking for something I could easily read on my Kindle at like two o'clock in the morning when I'm awake with baby. And I remember just like starting it at 10 that night, maybe nine, and then realizing I have like read through, have like breastfed my child put it back down and it's still like 1 30 in the morning and I am still reading this book <laughs> and I finished it and I was like that was awesome there's more stuff like this I don't know it was just like I don't know how like obviously I'm aware of harlequin romance I'm aware of like that romance exists but like it was just that book that was really kind of like this like moment for me where I was like I need more (laughs) give me everything so I guess that's kind of why I'm here and um that little bit of intro into my personality is what I feel like I bring to the table so (laughs) hi thank you for your time (laughs) we loved it I guess I'll go you're casual interrupter Kristen um I'm an Aries I have two dogs and two cats and they pretty much are the only things I talk about besides books I mean I am a geologist but sometimes I'll talk about rocks Kristen is my absolute favorite because I like speed I like message her all the time this is a pretty rock can you help me identify this rock what is this rock and then also rock memes 
Yeah, that is bad. It's like one of my true joys. It's one of my true joys in life to have a geologist on speed dial who I can just throw a picture of a rock and be like, can you tell me more about this? And then Kristen rolls back up with like, well, listen to all of this information based on where you are. I'd need more information about like the surrounding ecology and blah, 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 blah. And like the blah, blah, blah. And I like, it's it's all gibberish in my brain, but I love and it's reading all it. Wrong every it's time. Just her hot hot brain. I just love that hot hot mm. brain. That ro- hot hot rock brain. <sighs> it's a hot rock. <laughs> I started reading romance. I was a freshman in college, back at home managing the local swimming pool, and my mom had. Let's see. It was one of those Reader's Digest, like, abbreviated versions of romance novels. And I think it was Confessions of a Shopaholic or something. Um, yeah, we're going we're going way, way back in the gap. 2006, oh. my friends. Wow. Um, I guess technically it was 2007 if it was the summer between freshman and sophomore year of college. But... That would be the first one. For my resurgence, what got me into challenges and things like that, uh, that was 2019. It was Ruby Dixon. It was absolutely Ice Planet Barbarians. Yes. I That was but, probably where I got, I would say, challenge started because, you know, y'all, uh, y'all hooked me with that good, good blue stuff. And mm-hmm. I just... I was well, no good. Just, we're just gonna have a throwback moment that our uh, Facebook group chat used to be called like what was it like twelve inch, inch blue dick blue cock like, bitches thirteen inch blue cock bitches which that was that was let me tell was. you that was hard to explain when <laughs> pop ups from that chat would show up on my phone screen people and I think always were like it was your idea. Oh, yeah. I just have to put out there that try explaining that to your, like, husband just looking over your shoulder. And all of a, says, all of a sudden it just says, 13-inch blue cock bitches. And he just goes, I need 13 inches? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and I was like. It's okay, honey. I, no, I don't. You. I don't know. Uh, and I'm just, like, a naturally nervous person. So he's, of course, joking. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like. How do I explain to you that? No, it's just, it's alien romance. Don't worry about it. I love you. I just want... It's okay, honey. They make toys for that. You don't have to be. But, like, I would be skewered. Like, I would Mm -hmm. die from it. I just, like, I don't, I don't think there's, like, I, I can, like, think about it and I can read about it and I can always go, like, and my hands couldn't reach around and I'm like, oh, God, that's intense, but sure, her pussy can take it. Mine cannot. <laughs> There's a level of cognitive dissonance required. Oh. But, and I mean, I love this. This is this is truly what you're going to get when you come to the busy romnivores. But I cannot leave out the huge portion of my life between 2006 and 2019 that was completely consumed by, like, dark, gritty, urban fantasy vampires slash highlanders slash weird like almost greek god 
like I call them my fraternity books because they are all badasses and they all live in a house together and they all wear black boots and stomp around their cities that they live and in have and have extra dances. letters in their names. <laughs> we know exactly who names. you're talking about. <laughs> um, but Black they consumed Black. my world for a long time, and I still have them on my TBRs, the next in the series. Just, just if I'm ever in the mood for a little bit of nostalgia, I'll go back to them. I, this is Mariana. I don't, do I need to say my name? say my name anyways I'm so sorry all of a sudden I got real weird anyways <laughs> I let's see okay so I am a lifelong reader um I think we all are like we've all been like big readers our entire lives but like every person like in college I probably dropped off reading as much um and then when I was in graduate school I I just couldn't I needed the extra serotonin from something. And so I told myself in like 2017, I was going to read more because I had like stopped reading for fun. And so I told myself I was going to read more and start reading like, like To Kill a Mockingbird again and like all these like memoirs and like serious books. And then I was like, these kind of like, they're really good, but like they're not the serotonin dose I really need. And so I got Kindle Unlimited is actually really what kicked me off. Oh, yes. What a gateway drug. Oh, what a gateway True. drug. And I didn't even know they had Kindle Unlimited in that 2017. Yes. Wow. And I found, I'm trying to think what came first. It was either Kennedy Ryan and the Grip series, which talk about a kick to the chest, or it was Penny Reed's Winston Brothers. Those two series I read like so quickly. And so obsessively that I was just like, I can't, I can't put it down. Like they have books like yes. this. It, yes. It was just like everything I had been looking for, but I didn't know I wanted. And it was like all of the serotonin. And then to be really frank, I got really, really depressed and like didn't leave my bed and read like 250 books in a year because I didn't leave my house. And so God bless Kindle Unlimited because uh, probably I always think about like romance probably like saved me mentally and like kept me going because I was like, it was like my treat at the end of the day to myself where I'd be like, okay, if you accomplish like two things, you can read a book. And so I would like sit down and read a whole book. Um, And then I got really into challenges because I no longer need it to read them to stay sane. That's really sad. I would say, no, no, no. Romance absolutely saved me. Like I was like, I was a new mom. I had two kids under two. I was exhausted. And like I read The Hating Game. And then I also around like, I guess 20, end of 2015, beginning of 2016, found Penny Reed and did her Knitting in the City series. Like I mainlined it. Like I think I was reading a book a day day yes. maybe it was like a like a book like a day and a half like I would get like basically halfway through the next day and would finish and then would immediately start the next book and I did her whole series I did the Winston Brothers I did the, like her rugby series and then I swear it was like I finished that and it was like <gasps> coming up from air yes. like I was like what day is it my children are alive <laughs> and I have just been a robot like I know that like I've been but like I just didn't even know what day it was and it was 
a great feeling. It was like <laughs> discovering a whole new world of like, this is what I wanted reading to feel like again, was this joy and they were funny and they were heartfelt. And it was like the love I had in my life, but I wasn't seeing in the world around me. And that's what like, I really needed from, from romance was I needed to know that there were other good things happening in the world. And even if it was fiction, like I just like, I had to have that in my life at the time. And like, I still do. It's still, I tell people all the time, like I, I only read romance because like, I, I can't, the real world's sad enough. I don't need to There's read enough that. misery yeah. elsewhere. <laughs> Why would I read something like dark and very serious and sad when like, I, I just, I can look outside. It's awful out there. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I need like, and I feel like it's the romance itself. It's like, I know people uh, give romance a bad rap because it's predictable or whatever. But like, that's the point of it mm-hmm. to me. Like, first off, do not romance with a capital R unless it, there is an HEA or at least an HFN. Don't give me this, like, it's romantic and then one of them fucking dies at the end. That's not a romance, bitch. Nicholas Sparks not is not a romance. Mm. I, it's not romance. All right, we're going, we're, we're just from the get-go going in and name-dropping authors. Cool, cool. So, I said what I said. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I guess it's my turn. Hi, I'm Sabrina. I have always read books with, like, romantic subplots, but it wasn't until, like, later, like, I guess mid late college that I realized, oh my God, there are books out there where romance is the plot. Wow. I want that. Um, And so I kind of hopped on that. I've been reading romantic subplots for a long time or more specifically books with sex in them because that was a game changer when I was a youth. We're not going to talk about how young I was. It was entirely too young, but boy, howdy. Valley of the Horses really <laughs> opened my eyes <laughs> to what could 13. be in a book. 13 is really too young to read the vampire list act. Ooh. Yeah. Nah. Oh wait, mine was Probably, yeah. Life is funny. I just I was 11. <laughs> yeah, I was 11 reading Valley of the Horses. No idea. I was like, wow, this is a whole thing. I learned about this in 5th grade health. Cool. <laughs> this is interesting but anyway and then I just kind of like I didn't really it didn't register that what I was seeking in a book because it just it couldn't hold my interest if there wasn't a romantic subplot I just did not give a shit 99% of the time about that book and then I just wow romance that's a whole a whole thing it's not just the books I'm stealing off grandma's um grandma's bookshelf she hides in her closet because there's lots of kids around and uh I don't really know what I read up until it was all just kind of a blur until I guess probably 2017 ish, 2018, when I hopped back in. And the first thing that I read that got me hooked on romance was actually the Goddess Summoning series by PC Cast. It was written in like the early mid 2000s, and I was like, oh shit, I think I'm into this. And actually, that's what got you and me, Mariana. That's how we found out that you and I both read romance novels, is I posted in a different group chat because 13 inch bluecock bitches did not even exist at the time. A twinkle in our eye. And I know. Oh, how sweet. And. (laughs) 
I posted in a, like, because you and I have been friends for a very, very long time. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm reading this book and I can't put it down. And I started talking about it. And you were like, oh, my God, I have a series for you. And then you basically force fed me Knitting in the City by Penny Reed. It always comes And then back. it was just, it really does. And then it was just, I would, I was going to make a joke that it's all downhill from there, but it's not. It's been all uphill. It's been so up so high so happy and uh it just got me it got me through some like really rough times like all of us have mentioned um romance like my god i already read a lot and then boy howdy uh the uh year that shall not be yeared the beginning of the decade um i read a lot of fucking books that year (laughs) and then i just i just never stopped like i said i read a lot of books last year more books than there were days in the year. And yeah, there were some novellas in there, but I'm not going to say that there were a lot of them. That I just, that's what I do. I'm a hermit. I go to work, I go home, I read a book and snuggle my dogs, and then I go back to work and I go home and then I read a book and knit. And so I, that's basically all I do. So I guess if I'm going to say the book that got me into romance, well, so the book that opened my eyes to uh, the fact that there are special touchings in a book sometimes is Valley of the Horses, which thank God it was Valley of the Horses and not Clan of the Cave Bear, to all y'all people out there who have read that series by Gene M. All? Owl? All? Yeah. Those of you who have read any of the books, the first books in that series, you understand why it's probably better that an 11 or 12-year-old picked up Valley of the Horses before Clan of the Cave Bear. Um, Not calling anything out. But, uh, yeah, I've never read. I think up? I'm the only one who hasn't read these books. And do I need to? Like, I feel like I'm missing or I've not read them. I know. of oh, them, OK, but OK. I, I was like, I feel fine. <laughs> I read the first three, I think. Mm-hmm. So the first one is rough. The second one is where she meets the hot blonde giant dude, right? Yeah, Jandalar. Jandalar in her cave with the um with the saber tooth tiger thing. Yeah, basically, uh, you don't. I will put it this way: this was where I was introduced to the fact that special touchings can be in a book. This was not where I was introduced to romance novels as a whole because I would not call any of these books. Especially that first one. Um, anything even remotely romance. Okay, novel. I just need to make sure it wasn't like a cultural reset that I had like missed somehow. Like like the Akatar. No, like no, no, no. I was like la la la. No. Okay. Cool. 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 <laughs> no. But yeah, and then so I get, what got me back into it was you know God is summoning, and here we are now where I read like three hundred books a year, and they're all romance. And so what I have to say to those people who say it's predictable, uh, get fucked. Because, yes, there's an HEA. Yes, there's a Happily for Now. But my God, some of those books really take you through the ringer. Like, I can't tell you how many. I I don't know what's been, like, up my ass lately. But I've been reading nothing but books that I am 70% in. And I'm like, did I accidentally pick up something that's not a romance? Y'all. I have read so many books like that already this year. I was so concerned for a while for a few of them that they weren't actually romance novels, but yeah. And then like it gets better at like 90%, but my God, like I'm not calling anything out, but um, cough lore by Lily Payne cough. 
<laughs> there was like a solid 30% of that book where I was like, oh, wow, she's going to break my heart in book number seven. This. Boy, howdy. She did not. It was wonderful. Very was satisfying HEA. Five out of five though. noms. But, hmm, boy. <laughs> Could not be me. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, and so I already read a lot. Now, um really got back into reading romance and then we we i think the four of us kind of got to know know each other through the heaving bosoms podcast specifically through the group and wow so i we i don't know about y'all but i hopped on the heaving bosoms reading embrace which is not a challenge it's specifically not a challenge which was perfect because i am a little anal retentive and i struggle with that kind of thing now that's no longer accurate clearly because i am doing i think it's not even summer when things really pick up it's not even summer and i'm already on like challenge eight of the year like what am i what the fuck am i doing yeah the heaving bosoms the reading that was probably my first challenge outside of like my goodreads reading goal <laughs> i would say and then y'all started doing the bang in the night stuff mm-hmm. and i love i love me a creepy book i love me a halloween times so i was like mm, i'll do that and that was really really fun scene and it was a lot of monster stuff which um as we all know i uh, really, really enjoy a monster. And our all alien romance... Yeah, all of us do. Our alien romance support group is m- almost now much more... Monster. It's either aliens or <laughs> monsters. <laughs> um, Occasionally we're like, hey, could, does anybody have like a contemporary you ha- you would suggest? And we're like, uh... <laughs> y'all are. I would say somewhere. Let me go back in my reading list to see what the (laughs) hell I've read that's a contemporary and doesn't have, you know, some weird genitalia going on. Um, But honestly, that's why I love romance so much because literally you can, it might take you a bit to find it, but you can scratch almost any itch, like with romance alone. Like you have a very. I would argue. I would argue any niche because there's literally balloon animal erotica. Like you can find, you can find, there is, there is pumpkin flavored jack-o'-lantern cum. You can, you can find anything. I'm not over Jack yet. Still. I read that in October and I'm still, (laughs) I'm not okay. I feel like I, I should have heeded more warnings about it, but I didn't. In it. Oh, I'm still, I'm still a little. I don't know. I think you should have leaned into it. I, and had yeah, I leaned in hard. I was like, <laughs> while you were reading. Uh, but yeah, Bang in the Night was definitely my first like challenge challenge. I'm looking at my reading journal right now. And in 2021, I did the reading embrace. And then it's Bang in the Night, which those are the only th- two things in my challenges for that year. And that's the beginning of it. And I didn't quite finish Bang in the Night. But boy, Hattie, I had a blast trying and then it's like somebody set off dynamite in a reading challenge TNT filled cavern because the next year I did so many, so many, like 18 challenges. I did not finish all of them. That was last year. I did not finish all of them. I said I was going to relax this year. I said I was going to do less challenge and I'm on like challenge eight or nine. 
Okay, one of my New Year's resolutions was to not do so many reading challenges, and I agreed to start a reading challenge podcast this year. <laughs> so this is how we're going. We are unhinged people. I made no such I... promises to myself personally. I was like, more challenges, let's go, like a little goblin. I only added challenges. I did make the agreement that I was only going to add challenges that I haven't done previously if they diversify my reading or if they help me read physical books that I own but do not, like, have not read. So that is my only thing. But my first, I'm just going to steal this real quick. My first reading challenge that I really, like, that really, like, sucked me in was the reading, uh, the ripped bodice reading challenge that they do every summer. I think I did that one in 2020 and then did it again in 2021 and was like, Oh, this is like, Oh, it's, I'm very competitive, especially with myself. So it's like playing a game with yourself and you just click all the boxes and then like you submit all your little things and oh, it's like the amount of serotonin I get from filling in my challenges and saying, oh my God, look, I got a row. If it's a bingo, oh, I got a row. I got a black, oh, blackout on that bingo. Nothing feels better. Truly nothing. Well, nothing. Oh man. I'm gonna, my first challenge, and I mean, I found my spread, I found my spreadsheet from, let's see, 2015, I think. Uh, my first Whoa. challenge was and still is because I have not completed it. Uh, the Rory Gilmore reading challenge. It is all 340 books that Rory Gilmore reads throughout the Gilmore Girls series. I am 51 books in, 15 <laughs> percent. Uh, year of our Lord. I think I have started that as well, but like just very haphazardly. But I would need to go back and see now how many of them I have actually read. So or I yes. can send you the list. Um, oh, please do. <laughs> so yes, that would be my first challenge. Uh, but the reading embrace is still my favorite challenge because I, I truly do love the idea of taking a prompt and really really making it my bitch <laughs> really telling it what it is so that's because you are indeed the queen of that and i will never stop being amazed by your creativity that you put into like you go it's gonna fit kristen says it's gonna fit in there it's, it's gonna fit it's gonna fit <laughs> so one of the things that reading challenges do though is i don't like rereading for a reading challenge, which is part of the challenge for me personally, is finding something new. I don't understand new. you. Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> reread ever, hardly. Like, very rarely. Okay, a couple of books I've reread maybe once or twice every couple of years, but um, I just, I, it's, it's rough out there for a challenge reader because I'm like, wow, look at this list of prompts. I could recommend so many books to other people for these very, very hyper-specific prompts, and I cannot find it for myself because I refuse to do a reread for that prompt. I but have literally I'll read Diana Gabaldon's Outlander series like 10 times. I don't understand you. I love you so much. I don't I'm understand you. I'm with you, Haley. You. <laughs> I will reread till the cows come home. Just 
All Souls like five times. Lisa Kleypas, The Hathaways. Yeah. All- Sorry. Sorry. That just boggles my mind. Like, I know that, like, so this isn't a reading challenge, but Mariana and I are currently doing a Serena Bowen reread. And partly the reason I'm able to do that is because it's been like three years since I read them for the first time. And luckily, I have a Swiss cheese memory for books and I read them so fast that because it's been three years, it's basically a brand new series to me. But for whatever reason, I think it'd be kind of fun to talk about. Well, so apparently all y'all are rereaders. I am not. But for some reason, so I do have one book that I reread basically yearly. I have not read the rest of the series. I don't even think that this book is the first book in the series. But I've reread this book like at least once a year since the first time I read it. And it's the billionaire's wake up call girl. I like I don't I'm not even that big into contemporary but like for whatever reason that book just like I I enjoyed that book the first time I read it it was like it was a delightful book it was a fun premise and like it like scratched that itch that you can't really get nowadays where it's like kind of wrong number it's not wrong number if you've read the book it's not a wrong number but it scratched that itch which that's not super common nowadays because like in 2023 how how are you gonna do a wrong like i so i get a wrong text message to my cell phone nowadays or a wrong phone call and i'm like jokes on you i'm not answering that phone call and that text message is gonna stay on unread because i'll know you (laughs) i don't know who you are but like yeah but wow that book i just i reread it so I, i guess it's a comfort read i don't know it's not even a specifically for comfort reasons I just I reread it a lot and I will recommend it for every prompt that I can think of that it fits in because I'm like I don't know why but every single person in the world needs to read this book because I can't stop rereading it but like is there any specific book that you reread on the regular it's like just can't stop you just always want it in your eyeballs and your ear holes so I always I've been a big like series rereader like I actually got like was really really bad about that for like a long time which is why I started I wanted to join a book club because I would get in ruts where I would have a specific feeling and I would have nostalgia for a series and then I would just go back and reread it so like the Outlander series Harry Potter oh sorry don't cancel me um I did uh, the Thursday Next series by Jasper Ford which is really weird and I love it um the All Souls series trilogy by Deborah Harkness like I just that's probably a real comfort read for me I just yes please tell me all about how you make your tea Diana I want to read about you rowing that boat um one because I like it but two it also makes um sometimes when I don't feel like exercising I will read books about people that do exercise and it makes me feel like I accomplished the same thing. Um, So I'm like, yeah, like I'm rowing. I'm out there rowing. Good job, Diana. I I could could do that. Arms are Um, so bomb, Haley. Yeah. It's like, love me a martial arts person because I'm just like, oh man, that training was rough. (laughs) Oh, you tell me about it. Like, I I do, I get, like, you know, workout kind of through that. Um, but, yeah, and I'll comfort read them over and over and over again. And I was finding I was kind of, like, reading the same sort of couple series 
every year, like I kept doing it and I was like, I need to break out. And that's what, for me, that's what reading challenge. So the reading challenges are kind of like, are helpful in that because they make me break out of my reading comfort zone. And like, I discovered new authors, uh, CM Ness Costa, our holy mother. Um, and mm -hmm. like a bunch of different things that I never would have like read and just like funny experiences like because and that's that's another thing I love about romance because you can read it from a very authentic you know like place but you can also read it from a very like ironic absurd place like Chuck Tingle is not um what two-time what Nebula Hugo nominee. yeah Hugo uh nominee Chuck Tingle is not Shakespeare. Um, he is not high literature, but you know, I sometimes you just have to read about an alien fucking somebody else in the ass. Uh, or yeah. not an, oh, alien, not alien. I meant to say airplane. Airplane. No, no. Sometimes I need I need to know that the Bill of Rights is bisexual, um, and and it you know will do you real good or that space. Velociraptor astronaut lawyer um, can come fifty times. You know, like it's just like you just I need would to know argue things. that Chuck Tingle actually reminds me of Shakespeare a lot. I was literally saying, thinking that after I said it, I was like, "Oh, Haley, you made a mistake. The bar oh, is no. the best." <laughs> so thanks for pointing that out, Kristen. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I am actually just going to repeat what Haley said because the All Souls trilogy plus Times Convert is a million percent my go-to comfort read. And uh, then we have CM Costa and the Game Changers series by Rachel Reed on my new... Needed rivalry. Needed rivalry. Yeah, I um, am the serial rereader. I always have been. I am, like, it is a thing from childhood. I used to reread Harry Potter at least once a year. I don't anymore. Don't worry. Um, there's a manga series called Fruits Basket, which I have all of. And I still reread it once a year because it is a major comfort read. Also a romance. So I don't know why I'm surprised I'm so, such a romance person now. But, like, I still reread that once a year just for the, like, feels. But I will normally do a Lisa Kleypas, a Sarah McLean reread once a year. I have gotten to the point where I will reread Game Changers once a year. It's a problem, honestly. It's kind of a really big problem because it slows down my, like, new reading, which is why. I was just about to ask, like, how do you fit in? Other books, Sarah McLean and Lisa Kleypas have a hell of a back. Okay, catalog. so but I only really reread the Hathaways and part of the Ravenels every year, and uh, the Devil in Winter. Those are like the only ones I actually reread. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. St. Vincent Wood. Okay, so and then Sarah McLean. I pick and choose which ones I'll reread. I almost always will reread Bare Knuckle Bastards. And then when The Hell's Bells comes out, I'll reread that entire series. So I always have a reread going on in the background of whatever else I'm reading. Because we all read multiple books at the same time, right? Like, I, oh, yeah, sure. I'm normally reading three I books. Have to, I have to right go now. 
call books out of my currently reading. It's like straight up Game of Thrones up or no, not Game of Thrones. Um I have to like go call books out of my currently reading though because mm-hmm. right now I think I have eight books in there, two of which I haven't touched in like two months, so they really need to just go in the DNF pile because I'm probably never going to finish them. There's like two in there that I am slowly making my way through for a very specific challenge prompt. It's not a bad, they're not bad books. They're just not my jam, which is hilarious because like find a kink you're not into for the BDSM challenge one. I blew through that book about water sports, but uh, I cannot get through this mommy dom book. Like usually that's not a problem for me, but I just can't get through this one. Um, I don't know why. And I'm not going to say names because like, the, I like the author. I'm not trying to hate on the author of the book. It's just, it's just not. It's just not. But I need it for this prompt. So that's one thing that challenges and is really good for for me is reading things that I would definitely not normally be reading. That, my friends, is the definition of mood reading. So do we want to wrap but, this up? Um, yeah, probably wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> You can find us on Instagram at the Busy Romnivores or at our website, thebusyromnivores.com. Do keep an eye out on the website because all of our information is going to be in one tidy place there for prompts and challenges we're doing and recommendations that we get, recommendations that we give. So definitely keep an eye out there because there'll be quite a bit going on. For tomorrow, our first prompt is best introduction because we're introducing ourselves. I was very, I was very, I thought it was very funny. You're so clever. Thank you. Um, so it works anyway. Best meet cute, best villain introduction, best anything. So I'm really excited to see what we come up with. I have some in my mind, but now that we've been talking about like how rereads don't count for challenges sometimes, I might have to rework mine. Hang on. Rereads do count. I am just not somebody. I'm not shitting on your rereads, Mariana. You could shove a reread wherever you want to shove a reread. Okay, good, because I have several rereads. (laughs) I have so many rereads that I was like, this fits perfectly. Um, Okay, 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 okay. I'm going to think on it. I'm going to think on it. (laughs) So anyway, uh, I think that basically wraps us up. And I... Hope we hope to see you tomorrow. So until next time, Romnivores, stay hungry. Read voraciously. Don't forget your sunscreen. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>